And we're rolling on the record. Good evening, iTunes and Google Play. Yeah, we should get this on Spotify. Everybody out there in podcast land, I want to let you know that I listened to our podcast for the first time. And I am sorry if you have <laughs> listened to our podcast prior because I, didn't, I don't listen to podcasts. And the first time I listened to ours was on a road trip to buy a project car. And uh, Rye is much better at talking into a microphone than me. And also not blowing out everybody's, I almost said vocal cords, eardrums and speakers. I'm just here to blow out sphincters. That's fair. <clears throat> the Sphincter Blaster 7000. We should sell those on the website. What is this episode? This is 18, huh? I think so, yeah. I believe so. We have been doing this for quite a many, quite a, quite a long many weeks. Okay. Three, two, one, go, go, go. And we're live. Good evening. Welcome. Clapped Out Podcast, episode 18. This is, uh, we planned nothing today. I had to put my set on kill hat on. I haven't worn this thing in a minute. I like that hat. It's a dope hat. Set on kill racing. I'm going to start another one that says sad uncle racing. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> this is sad uncle racing coming to you live. <laughs> uh, real professional, oh, Rye. There we go. It's really good, Rye. Gosh, oh, Rye. Sorry to the seven listeners out there watching us live on Facebook. Um, Obviously, we are not. We're a little early. We decided to go ahead and knock this out today because uh, we didn't have much to chat about. I, I did look up a couple of things, and uh, I know you had some stuff to talk about. And yeah, why don't you uh, why don't you guide us to the promised land, there, sad boy? So you remember last week? Of course you do, because you were here with us uh, when we talked about the Tuatara record. Yes. Um, uh, I know you. I don't know if you plugged into this or not, but it's under a bunch of scrutiny now. Have you seen that? No, what's what's what the hell? So why, why is everything? Can we? What? I'm just so tired of this of the of the question cancel culture. Like, just let it be what it was. <laughs> God so, in heaven, it's not looking good for him. So there's a YouTube guy. I guess he's pretty big. I I don't follow the exotic world too closely, but Shmi150 is his name. Really weird. I think he's. How is a dude named Shmi150 bigger than Clapped Out? He's pretty mega. All right. Well, tell him to mega let us ride his mega coattails to the million follower land. Yeah, he's got a he's got a McLaren Senna, so he's doing something right. Cool. How about this? I bet a thousand dollars cash Rye Clemp beats Shmi up in a fist fight. Oh, hundred percent. Okay, two thousand. Are you really confident? Like you're not gonna get old man legs and fall yes. over? Yes, yes, I will okay. Shmi. put him in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if we get a ton of subscribers, he seems like a nice guy. I'm not saying I wouldn't go fishing with him, but I'm just saying at the end of it, it ends up with him going home with his teeth in his pocket. I don't know, man. I've, I've never seen this guy and I got him over you. Um, okay. So I searched Shmi to Atara and then on the bottom of Google, one of the most common searches is Shmi 150 lisp. So yeah, just take that for what it is. But anyway, so Shmi did this whole video breakdown on the record run and like did the overlay with the Konaseg and stuff like that and just 
and Dada Dada did a deep dive and the, he came up with some pretty compelling arguments. Basically, that car was only in sixth gear when it went 330-something-odd miles an hour. And they're looking at the gear ratios of it, and it should be mathematically impossible unless the car was modified in some sort of way with a different ring and pinion or, I don't know, whatever gear set in the thing. Uh, it should have only been able to hit, like, 289. Still an impressive number, nonetheless. But they just keep going back to, like, we have the GPS data and now, doing a little bit more research on it before we jumped on here, the GPS company is like, we can neither confirm nor deny that that GPS was accurate. That's not what we do. And they're like, oh, yeah. Man, here's the thing. Here's what I would do immediately if I built the Tuatara. I would tell Shmi, why don't you bring your ass out here and I would put whatever... Hey, okay, let me back it up. If I was confident that the car did it and I knew in my heart of hearts it did it and there was no gray area... I would call that dude out and I'd say, we're going to strap you to the roof with a quarter inch wide ratchet strap. And uh, we'll see if you're just ho open your mouth and tell me what the <laughs> air feels like as it's hitting you at 330 miles an hour. I mean, I guess I, I do appreciate people doing their due diligence in terms of making sure these records have any type of validity mm -hmm. because then you get guys like, I mean, Hennessy releases your 2 million horsepower C8 package and the cars haven't even been released yet. Right. Yeah. It's like a cash grab for attention. And it's so damn annoying. And I didn't, I never even knew about the Tuatar. I had no clue what the hell it was until I saw that. I, I mean, no clue. But it was a big, it was a big splash. It was, yeah. it was not as big as like me releasing a CRX video on YouTube. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a pretty impressive feat. You know, I mean, all 1,200 views, they're almost to that level. So the, the GPS companies is saying that <laughs> Blake Minkowski. Blake writes back, what the hell kind of GPS can't read speed? Yeah, right. But the in the video of the Tuatara, it's impossible to read the center console mile per hour, which at that speed, it's, it's is it even accurate? You know what I mean? There's, there's a plus or minus on these things. Well, actually, I did some... Apparently, you're not allowed to have a speedometer that reads lower than what you're actually going, but you are allowed to have one that reads higher. So that way, it scares you into thinking okay, I'm going too fast. I need to slow down. Uh, that's a real thing. It's a real law for safety and liability's sake. Um, the other thing is, well, two, one, the driver on the 331 mile an hour pass said that they stopped because of crosswinds and the car got pushed to the side. That never happens in the video. So people are speculating, did they even use the actual video from the record run? And then they just overlay the GPS data on top of it. Cause apparently this was a big, they're filming for top gear for this. So now people are speculating that they're saving the actual data and the run and the story for when it premieres on Top Gear. Which so is it's, understandable. Yeah. It, it's a lot of, there's a ton of red flags on it. And then the driver, I guess, basically shit his pants when he got blown around. And he said, you know, you know what would have helped? You know uh, what would have helped him? A brown race suit. If he wasn't wearing pants. Touche. It's a good call. <laughs> How did you not? That was, that was Little League stuff, man. That I was stuff so good. You set it up and I bunted. Man, dude. But apparently the driver, uh, he's a seasoned race car driver, but he's got a kid on his way and on his way, on the way. Uh, and he's like, I'm done doing these record attempts. So if SEC cannot get their ducks in a row. And hey, what's up, SEC? My name's Logan. Just if you're listening. <laughs> 
I will keep the pedal pinned well into a fireball. I do not care. I have nothing to live for. Look at my, look at one of my two business partners. Does that look like something I don't stick around for? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. want to be involved with me either in any way, shape or form or fashion. We should rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to. <laughs> it's got two seats. Let's go. Oh, la- no. <laughs> we, just need, we just need one lap up. I'll throttle you steer. Thank God you said it. <laughs> I am a power bottom. Let's be real. You need to sit on my lap. Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm gonna sit on your lap. We're not using two seats. I love this. So well, it's I don't know. I'm I'm curious don't to see. I like the drama though. I think it's cool. It's like Real Housewives of Supercar World. Yeah. The and the dude that owns it. It's so I did find out that Shelby Supercars is zero relation to Carol Shelby whatsoever. Um, but the CEO and president of SSC, the makers of this car, uh, they were also getting like super critical calling Bugatti's 300 something hour with the, what is it the Sharon or whatever Bugatti ran like 300 with that car but it was the a Bugatti, modified yeah my it, Sharona yeah the one that looks like foreskin rolled back so they're kind of being critical and throwing shade at other people when they can't even back up their own claims so it just doesn't I don't know it doesn't look good for them Ooh, yeah and if they're doing that it kind of adds a little guilt sauce to the, the pumpkin pie yeah and I'm, I use pumpkin pie because it's festive it's fall What's, what kind of sauce? Are you, what do you put on your pumpkin pie? Uh, Frank's Red Hot. I put that ish on everything. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, okay, here's the thing. It's, uh, I equate the arguments of like the peasants like us about these supercars to the same as like arguing over presidential candidates, which yeah. I, will not, I will not do live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to vote for Donald Biden 2020. I can't so, wait until all my YouTube ads are not campaigns oh, just dude it's like do you know where you're sleeping tonight they do <laughs> what <laughs> what I, mean, I, I went and watched one of our videos the other day and it started out with one candidate and then cut in the middle of it and it was the other candidate so are we not doing are we not going to say candidate names on purpose no i'm not throwing anybody's names i'm not doing okay that. cool so donald trump's ads at the beginning of our videos <laughs> i love them i do but here's the thing about donald trump's ads they are, if I was in charge of making political ads, <laughs> that's how they would turn out. Like, they, they're, they're insane. They're, they're so good. It's like, you think it's satire, but it's like, I don't know, whatever. We, can't, just, go down, we can't go down this road. It's uh, gonna be, it's, I love it's, them. I straight up love them. I love them. I think they're so funny. It's, Did uh, you yeah. know he drinks milk straight from the tea, not even store-bought? <laughs> Joe Biden like, drinks beer with a straw. And then <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden's commercials are just, Joe Biden's like... Trump wants to murder everyone. And you're like, what? <laughs> so I'm going to die or I'm going to have to eat raw milk, drink uh, raw milk. It's okay, still, cool. it just, it just takes me back to a simpler time when South Park did, you remember the mascot? The, election, and the turd and the, the douche. giant douche turd sandwich. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, just for the record, right. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm okay with whatever happens because we're still land of the free, home of the brave. Yeah. Trump 2020. So, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we just, Clapped we just, out does not in any way, shape, or form endorse any either political party or affiliation. Am I part of Clapped Out still? Huh? Nothing. I was going to endorse a political candidate. His <laughs> name is Terry Tarrant. <laughs> He's pre- I'd write your dad in. I said I Terry. Yeah. Um, yeah I, again, I equated to the political arguments. That like people are like, can you believe they didn't go three thirty one? Yeah. No, yeah. I can't. I can't believe going three thirty one. So how am I? I I am in the same state of mind I was in from the beginning of this story breaking. Holy shit. And yeah. then that's kind of the same demeanor I carry through the whole thing. Like, I don't, I can't fathom.
turning the key to my $1.6 million car and then having some dweeb in a basement argue about how I didn't go 331. Yeah. So I'll show you the stains, bro. Oh. Um, what do you need to – I figure we could riff this back and forth. We, did we talk about it last podcast or was it just when we were on the phone? We were talking about doing uh, – putting on the first clapped out race where we make all the, the cars put their skinnies on the back. Yeah, that was live. <laughs> Was it? We did that live. Yeah, we talked. We, we DXP two thirty five conversation. Yeah, I think need, so. You got to run six out. in the front, though. Yeah, clapped out one sixty five. That's what we'll call it. What? Okay, but we can't. We got it like a. It has to be a reasonable tire because I don't want to just see cars blown. I want to see people try to power manage a four inch wide tire down the track. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So do I. But we need it. So for safety's sake, so we don't kill anybody, we should probably shorten the track up to like just the 330 mark. I was going to do a half mile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do not care. I will, I will race Josh in the half mile with skinnies on the back. I don't care. How do you think you can get into like the, I wonder what 60 foot you can get in with like a 3000 pound car that weight. Like that's the thing. You gotta have a mandatory weight. I'm just, man, I wonder how that would work. I kind of want to try it, but I don't want to tear up my wheels. It's not like you can make your car go any slower than it already has. Ooh, come on, dude. Yeah, I know. I'm going to beat you while you're down. So let's talk about 2020. I can hear everything you're saying. I know. I'm right here. So I have been launching, honestly, like a political smear campaign against you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> four days in a row. Just Oh, my God. It's nonstop. <laughs> I love it. So my whole game plan, I came out swinging on Rye these last couple of weeks because he hadn't put up videos in a while. First of all, Ryan and I talk every day. We're like conjoined twins that are separated by a few states. Um, and Josh, if he's not busy doing his real job of riding a kid's toy around in circles. Is he doing that right now? What's Josh doing? I think so. He skates every Wednesday. We planned it. It's like we planned our podcast around when he was going to be skateboarding. Um, anyway, we talk every day. And there's many a day I'll catch Ryan and he'll be like, hey. <laughs> and be like, what's up dude you're just you're just like nothing how was your day it's fine and i figured the only way to, to like help him when he's in those funks is just to be a belligerent asshole to him yeah every media form i can be that's kind of how i do things though i feel it and helps. It, has it helped your mood it does it cheers me up I, it gives me something to laugh at you just don't have a mirror in your body or <laughs> Is that if you need a mirror, bro, we will get you. Hang on, let me just, put this on gallery view up here. I just feel oh, like, is that what, what it looked like? Yeah, that's exactly how you look. For is those it, of you listening at home, Rye just saw his own reflection. We will have 10 more months of hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I started this like this smear campaign against Rye because he hasn't put videos up in a minute, and uh, he is a much happier person when he's rolling out re- like just content yeah as you make content i see your demeanor change and there hasn't been a lot of stuff to make content with but then again i went and bought a crx to have content to make so it shows how committed i am um for real i mean that's a that's a thing (laughs) so so my my thought process was okay if i just act like a dick for the i mean more of a dick which is hard maybe i'll be able to push him into like getting out there and just racing dude i'm trying i'm trying so hard i really am and in my defense, it's only been 
I'm not even gonna say it. it's only been a couple weeks. It hasn't been like a ridiculous amount of time since I've. No, I added up. It's been two weeks since the Force performance uh, video went up. Yeah, I was I was planning a whole ridicule fest, and I just there's I don't like basing my my shit talk on facts. It's too it's I don't like that. Yeah, I'd rather too blatant, logical, blatantly like incorrect information because I don't want people to really think I hate you, because um, <laughs> then the secret would be out. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway, the last four videos I put up, I have been pushing Rye to get his car out. And here's the situation we find ourselves in as a, as a bruple, which is a bro couple, if you're wondering. As the bruple we are, Rye, I went faster than Rye, quicker and faster than Rye in 2019 with an 840 pass and a 526 in the eighth. In 2020, he was going to come out and knock my dick into the dirt and it never happened. Um, and I realized in short order – the last conversation Ryan and I had pertaining to like, is he going to come back around 2020 and take the crown? When he told me that he had ordered a torque converter from our boy, Dusty Bradford, PTC converters, yep. Dusty, what's up? Good dude. Attractive man in many ways. Um, comfortable saying that. And uh, he said that he was waiting on a converter. Now he just put a custom order in. And if you've ever ordered a custom torque converter, it takes time. Yep. And I had this like light bulb moment. I looked at the date and I was like, <gasps> oh my God, I'm fairly certain I took 2020 because it's going to be a couple weeks for a converter. And then it's going to, it's the weather has to be good and you don't have a quarter mile track nearby. Really everything is in my favor to take 2020. It's we're still in the fourth quarter, kind of early in the, we're about a third of the way through the fourth quarter. Okay. So I got two more months to try to make this happen. Fortunately for me, being in the southeast here, the weather, like today, it's 80 degrees here. Uh, there's a couple quarter mile tracks nearby. The best possible chances for quarter mile running out the back door. Um, there's one track in Fayetteville, North Carolina, that might be able to handle the, the car running at the speeds that I would like to. But for sure, Virginia Motorsports Park, uh, Rockingham, or Darlington, South Carolina. But those are all kind of a haul, so it'd have to be – the right event, the right day, the right prep to make it happen. Eighth mile, I feel like I can lock that in for sure. Mm, so I disagree. I think eighth mile is going to be harder for you to get than quarter. I don't think so. I think so. I'm telling you, man, this car is – it's – after the dyno, I have – it's a totally different animal. Mm -hmm. Totally different animal. So, I, I don't know. I'm – I have a ton of confidence in this thing with this new converter from Dusty. Now that we got this transmission debacle shit show, hopefully ironed <laughs> out. You know, I talked to Dusty and Dusty was like, he goes, yeah, we're about six weeks out. And immediately like I felt my face get hot. I was like, oh, fuck. You could feel your butthole clench up. Shit. Mm -hmm. And because uh, there's two things. One, obviously I want to destroy your record. I want to stop that. And then the other one, after we had Jason Terrell on, we talked about this before. Um, that 235 class at Ducks Dix, Race. The Dixp 235? Yeah, DXP Limited Street 235, 3,200-pound. Oh, uh, an acronym. Yeah, 3,200-pound minimum race weight on 235 tire and a cast wheel 76-millimeter turbo. It seems like a pretty easy class to – I don't want to say it seems like an easy class to jump into because it's no, no heads-up racing is going to be easy, but it looks like a super fun class that I could potentially do at the sportsman level budget that we kind of operate at. I think at. it's so, a good class for you to dip your toe in if you want to get serious about some sort of class racing. Yeah, so 
I talked to Dusty, and I'm like, hey, that race is in February. I would like to be testing before that. And obviously, I want to beat Logan before 2020 is out. So, Hey, can we, can we take a moment and just shift gears? Why did we spend the money on a nice webcam and microphone for Josh if he's not going to use it? Should we scold him right now? No, he just probably got back from skating and hasn't set it up yeah. yet. Hey, hey, that's uh, exactly exactly <laughs> what it is. Senor Skate Rat over here, come on, man. Actually, was, I was just skating. I'm soaking wet underneath all this because gear, because in Michigan is cold already, and and uh, I got this microphone over here, but um, just it's not even plugged in. <laughs> it wasn't oh, working. There's starving kids in third world countries that would eat that whole microphone, Josh. I know. Um, okay, so back to back so to Rye. Dusty was said he's going to see what he can do, and hopefully within about two to three weeks, I should have a brand new to me PTC converter sitting on the floor waiting to go in the car. And then Dusty did send me the uh, screenshot from where – Somebody said they would pay him an extra hundred dollars to delay that shipment. That's BS. It was two hundred. <laughs> it was two hundred and fifty. <laughs> I will also add to this whole conversation that I offered to reach out to Tom that bought my combo. I offered to pull my trans off my engine and send you the converter out of my own car. Yeah. And then I realized that I, you're really hard on stuff, and I just said hard on, and that you would probably wreck my stuff. So I changed my mind pretty quickly. <laughs> That's a fair assumption. Because this oh, stuff Rye, is so Rye would Rye would definitely wreck your stuff. Yeah, he yeah. tried to he tried to flip your car. He yeah. tried to break my trans. Zero qualms about it. I'll put it in the fucking ditch. He's the guy that you take out to the bar with you that starts stuff and then knocks himself out on accident. <laughs> That's Rye's role in this whole trio. I'm the guy that starts it and then Rye's the guy that walks up beating his chest and hits his head on a chandelier and dies. I would start shit at the bar and get rowdy just to get thrown out and have not have to pay my tab oh my god you guys want to hear a story about a very nice homosexual bartender that beat up a guy for me one time yes okay cool so the year is like 2012 and we were at a bar called betty's sweaty betty's is what it used to be called it's in bowling green kentucky and we used to go there on wednesday nights they did uh karaoke night so all the drunk sorority girls and fraternity guys would go there and we'd make fun of the frat guys and and stir it up and my roommate my Blake and myself went and his girlfriend Megan was with us and a few other people and there was this dickhead in this giant cowboy hat and he was walking through the crowd and he's just throwing elbows at everybody just being a complete asshat and he elbows Megan Blake's girlfriend like punts her a little bit and immediately I walk over and kindly ask him to stop and before I can finish asking him nicely to stop because i'm a peaceful man also i'm a terrible fighter so i don't want this to sound like i'm a tough guy if you ever watch me fight it's hilarious it's like a windmill of arms and a lot of tears um anyway after i was done talking to him with my windmill of arms and tears um i go to walk away and he and he comes he stands up off the ground and he comes at me and this bartender picks him up and just i've never seen a human being thrown physically so far in my life throws him to the ground and just starts rolling on him and screaming, some gays don't play. Some gays don't play. <laughs> and I swear to God, it was the best thing. We were all cheering. All, everyone chants, some gays don't play. It was amazing, dude. It was so cool. Uh, and then he asked me not to try to fight anybody else in the bar. And I was like, 
yeah, I'm, we're all good. I'm very sorry about that, but it was hilarious and it was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, a couple guys from Bowling Green are in the comments. <laughs> LOL, Betty's nothing good yeah, comes out of there. I've seen a couple in there. I went on a blind date at the same bar. Jasmine, if you're listening, I think you already know the story. Five minutes into walking into Betty's with our blind date, she was across the bar making out with a Bowling Green Hot Rods baseball player. They had just got done winning, a, <laughs> losing a minor league baseball game, and I was on a blind date with her, and I'm staring at her with, her, with this dude's tongue down her throat. Followed by her vomiting everywhere in the bar. All right, so I got something on my own. All right, see ya. <laughs> it was so like, this is accurate for me. Okay, so anyway, cars. Yeah. Josh, what's up with that high dollar starter? Why do you keep putting high dollar starters on that car? Because he keeps roasting them. Okay, no, I always use the, uh, is it a power slot? Power, power, power master. Power, power master. master, yeah. And, and then, you know, they clock. Yeah, I remember the, I remember the, clocking would always get jacked up on it always the allen keys would back out yeah and you got to take the starter out to retighten it and i'd put red loctite on them every time and the only failure my car ever has is the fucking starter and the driver because it'll start banging up against the block and yeah. you know all that shit and Can, uh does the stock one not fit there anymore i don't i don't know i've never even <laughs> Well, when you when you when I can clock it out, I can get to the crank sensor without having to do yeah. anything. I can just slide my hand back in there. And oh, dude, LS crank sensors with a starter in are the worst. So I just, I you know what? At the last half mile event, on the very last pass, the car didn't want to start, and it was because of the starter unclocked itself. So we pushed it and jump started the car so we could get that pass. And I was just over it, dude. I was like, fuck it, those. Those starters are 250 bucks. This one I think was like 450 bucks and they guaranteed me that the clocking mechanism does not yeah. change or it doesn't get loose. <clears throat> How do you say it? Miser or miser? Miser. 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 I don't know. But I got their I got their electric water pump in the yeah. Camaro and that thing's been flawless for I don't know what it's been 4 or 5 years. Yep. Never had a problem with it. I got one of mine too. Yeah. They used to be right up the road from the old house. They said it's got a faster startup, like, uh, you know, it cranks, it spins faster. Might sound cooler. You know, LS don't really sound all that great when they're starting. <laughs> put it on yeah, 16 gonna, volts. Hey, Everything gonna, sounds awesome. I'm going to put this to rest. I need to know how to say this name. I'm sick of this. I'm calling Are it. you calling him right now? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hey, Jerry. I'm sorry. How did you pronounce the name of your business again? Mazir. Mazir. Okay, thank you. You're on a live podcast with Clapped Out, and we were arguing over how to pronounce your name. And I really appreciate you giving me some insight, man. You've been a tremendous help. And uh, our friend Joshua Kalis, professional skateboarder, if you're wondering, he is running one of your starters, and he's very thankful for all the work you guys have done for him. Well, I'm not running it yet. I haven't even put it in yet. He, he, thank you so much, Jerry. Have a blessed day. <laughs> so I'm not, I haven't even put it in yet. I know. I just don't care, dude. Jerry was a nice dude, and he name saw us how dropper. to say the name. <laughs> So is it Miser? Josh, all we use you for is your name, bro. Get used to it. (laughs) Mazir. I already forgot how to say it. I (laughs) I already forgot. Jerry. Mazir. No, I think he said Uh, Miser. They're in the comments right now. Miser. Ricky Porter said Miser. All right. Who else? What other names do we not know how to say? I'm calling everybody. Uh, How is it Miser? He said Mazir. It's M-E-Z. I don't know. Yeah, tell Mazir. Ricky, you're wrong. It's Mazir. He just call told back. us. Call yeah, him tell, back. I should call, I don't, him, back. I should tell call him back. Tell me, Josh Callis. 
Ooh, you about to throw the gauntlet. You're about to log off with that one. You know what's um, funny? When I call myself on my phone, I say, call Josh Kalis, and it says, calling Josh Callis. <laughs> and I used to get in fights, dude, in elementary school because kids would always try to say, nah, it's Callis. And I'm like, nah, it's Kalis. And I would seriously <laughs> fist fight in school. Oh, hey, this is a little name droppy. I don't care, Josh. You're going to deal with it. If you haven't watched the Vice, the Vice documentary on Josh's life, just watch it. And every time he acts like a little rapscallion, you got to take a drink, and you will be hammered by episode three. It's What's very a good. Rapscallion. Yeah, rapscallion is you, my friend. Hmm. Just a little punk skate rat. Just little, a ruthless thug is all. Just you a want. little green onion. Like <laughs> what? Scallions. <laughs> oh my, a rapscallion. All right, what other, what other automotive names do we not know how to say? Well, no, remember we were talking about this. Uh, I had the idea we each get a car. Named after us, and you kept trying to push the Pontiac Torrent on me. Yeah, the Tarrant no. Torrent, the Calus Calais, a Cadillac Calais, but I could never think of something for me. Yeah, the Clint pile of shit. Yeah, so if you guys are listening in the comments and you can think of anything for Rye Clemp, it kind of sounds like a car. Yo, Jerry was dope on the phone, though. I hope he doesn't think we were being dicks. I don't think so. Now Everybody go to Mazir's website and, and use coupon code clapped out. Doesn't have an active coupon code for no percent off. Yeah, but then they'll see that maybe on their like failed coupon. Well, you know what? They, they were, I think they're down in Escondido or something yep. like that. And when I was living in Carlsbad, I would stop in there and they were always super nice and helpful and friendly. And they were all good. If I can't, Kenny Harper, if I can't say it, I sure as hell can't spell it. <laughs> um, so moving, shifting gears a little bit. I have been posting a little bit about the next combination for the RX-7. <clears throat> and I wanted to clear the air on something because I tried like hell to make this happen. And I am still hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. Uh, about, what was it, about four or five weeks ago, Rye, I called you. I, was, I think I was leaving the gym for my patented three-minute workout. And uh, <laughs> after your rest month, <laughs> after my rest month, <laughs> I had this like, okay, I'm putting a Barra in the RX-7 yeah. and it was done. I was sold. I was doing a Barra. It was, it was 100% going to happen. And I reached out to a couple different people and uh, talked to Hal at Dynasty about uh, the possibility of importing engines. And I talked to um, uh, just a bunch of the bigger names in the Barra world stateside, which is a very, very, very small world. Yep. To the point where I was offering a pretty insane amount of money for like a bulk amount of engines to be imported in because I just wanted to get the ball rolling on it. And, uh, and I still actually have a couple bobbers in the water. So the dream's not 100% dead. Um, and I'm still actively trying to bring it to fruition, but it's becoming um, a dimmer and dimmer sight. And as fall starts to roll, winter's coming, I have got to get a combination going for the RX-7. So the, uh, it came down to wanting to handicap myself and still beat Rye next year because I want to prove that I am just better than him in, in every way. <laughs> uh, also, Gregory, you just said Barra expense. Oof. Well, yeah. here's the thing about a Barra. It's not an expensive engine. What's expensive about a Barra is where it's located. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing. These things were in taxi cabs. I mean, they were in every single car. I mean, it was insane how many they made. So in Australia right now, just to bring everybody up to speed on a Barra, a Barra is a four liter inline six from Ford. 
So it came in a ton of economy. Think of it like the LQ uh, LS for their world, right? That's what it is. And they're cheap. They're four liter dual cam. They make uh, <laughs> Josh's comment. Um, <laughs> they make a ton of power. Uh, basically, <clears throat> if you buy a turbo Barra and you ship it stateside, it's a waste of money. You can buy that naturally aspirated Barra because they need piston rods. They need valve springs. They need oil pump gears. They need all this stuff. And you can make a thousand horsepower relatively simply with them. Um, but again, getting them stateside is the biggest crutch. It's really, really difficult to the point where one of the bigger Barra importers, I hit him up after dead end after dead end. And I said, man, can I get on the list? And he rolls back and he says, I'm not, I think he said something about not having another pallet come through until January or February. Well, the thing about importing stuff from Australia, we do it quite often at dynasty. We work with like high octane and plasma man and some other Australian companies. It's if you load a container up, it's three months before you see it. Right. So now you, let's say these aren't real numbers, but let's say you take 20 grand and you send it to somebody in Australia and you say, load a container up with whatever 20 grand will get me for Barris. You're wiring them money and hoping that you get engines in three months. Yeah. It, it wouldn't take much for some dickhead in Australia to fill the container or not even fill the container, but if they did fill the container, fill it with whatever trash. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. Literally pictures of rye. So <laughs> it's one of those things like it just became a dimmer and dimmer site. I still am not, di I'm not, I've not killed the dream. I've not killed the idea. There, there are some local, th an example of this and, and not even being a dick. This is what happened. Um, a guy posted up, he said he was going to part out his Barra stuff. Nice guy. He gives me a price and he's, he's asking for retail money and around $2,200, for the engine. The engine in Australia is like $300 US. Yeah, they're dirt cheap down there. They're dirt cheap. They'll give them away. I mean, they're, they're dirt ass cheap. So it's a $2,000 uh, markup. Um, and Daniel says, contact me. I'll put you in contact with the guy who supplied me with both of mine and got that within four weeks. Daniel, I promise you that actually I'll side bet you. No, it's not even worth it. I don't want to be a dick, but I have, <laughs> I have had that message and I don't discredit you. I thank you very much for the offer, but I have been down that road with probably two dozen people. And every time it goes to, yep, it's going to be another six to eight months, or it's going to be three months, or it's going to be four months, or it's going to be $10 million. And what would shed light on this even more for me, and I'm sorry to be rambling, but Barra engine, you have, uh, you have a four liter dual lever cam. What happens if I go to the track and I window the block? Yeah. You this know, is happened? so the, the, the drag wheat guys, there's two of them. There's a Fox body with a Barra and the Toyota Cresta with the Barra. They imported those cars. Cressida? It's, it's in Australia. It's Cresta. It was built on the uh, Mighty Karma's channel, but um, both of those cars come over and in the shipping containers, they bring an entire spare motor. Yeah. And Drag Week 2019, they hurt both motors, both cars, and they were taking three motors to basically try and come up with two good ones. And they had one that was just junk sitting in a wood box. And I was like, hey, can uh, you know, I'll take that home. That was gonna be my shoe in the, in the in the door, foot in the door to try and get one. Was just piggyback off the dragweed guys and just say, hey, if I could throw some cash at you, can you toss one of those in the in the shipping container and and bring one over? Uh, I know a local guy here, David Gallimore. That's how he got his out of, uh, and he's taking one and putting it in a Pinto wagon, I believe it is, or, or his no Granada or yeah Ford Granada, whatever it is, some classic Ford, but. So there's a few of them out there, but yeah, dude, you're not going to go to O'Reilly's and pick up anything for that motor. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's the, the hurdles to overcome to make it like, if I wanted to race anything with any type of seriousness or have fun next year, the hurdles to overcome would be insane. Um, and, and that's the thing. I think it's a cool engine. I think it's unique. I think it would make a big splash. Um, and I think from an intention standpoint, it would serve very well, but at the same breath, it's just like, where do you, you know, where do you draw the line between a, an efficient available combo and just the notoriety and the, I guess the bare clout of doing it. Yeah. I love the idea. Actually, a, a gentleman named Brandon, I missed the opportunity. He had a SN95 with a Barra swap and he was trying to offload the project and I, I slept on it and I told him, man, let me think about it. And then I decided to do the Barra into the RX-7 and I was going to buy his whole car and I was going to put the combination in the FD and then uh, I, I just didn't pull the trigger in time and then it became unsellable. He didn't want to sell it anymore and I don't blame him. Um, and then there was another the other guy that had a combination, a complete combo. Good, It was just everything you need. And again, it's it's a lot of money to spend on an engine. I can't replace if something happens. So that brings us to what engines going in the FD. Pretty sure everybody can guess at this point. It's not really a secret. <laughs> so I'm supposed to guess. Yeah, that's fair. Daniel just said guys with RBs do it every weekend. They do. <laughs> uh, so what I have done is purchase a 2JZ engine. So the RX-7 is going to be 2JZ powered for 2021, which means a couple things. There's a couple dicks I need to knock in, and they're both on this channel. Number one <laughs> is Rye. Uh, I will beat you in 2021 with a six cylinder. I decided to not make my car a drag car and I'm still going to knock your dick in with a non drag car, drag car. And Josh, I am going to get a middle finger stitched on my parachute and I'm going to throw that shit way before the half mile. So you can just stare at it as I'm dusting you at over 200. So just as a heads up, I hate you. This is the part where Josh comes in and tells us how he doesn't need a parachute because he's got these baller brakes. The best is when doozers in the comments trying to educate me <laughs> on the on the dollar exchange to AUD. Listen, doozer, I understand that. I don't know. I thought I was going to talk more shit, but I mean, he spent $10 million on a race car and didn't make a single pass this year, so I'll let him be. <laughs> that. But that's where my head is. Like, I gotta, I just got to give us something that's going to be fun and I can, I can wrench on and not worry about as much as like the Barra, I would be terrified. Like it's the same, it's same boat as like a dart block. Like if it blows up, what the hell do you do? Where do yeah. you buy one? So. I'm excited to see it. I was racking my brain thinking about, I don't like we, the, I, we talked about, no, this is well, I can't be sincere for one. See, that's my thing. You sit there and belittle me and, and just uh, yeah, ridicule and just peck, 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 peck all the time. But when I kill you with kindness, you're like, you're not being sincere. I don't like this approach. Like, <laughs> Josh, please enter the realm and be our therapist. Get in the middle of this. Help us out, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Moderate this. Or mediate. Uh, <clears throat> I'm good. Is it? <laughs> Josh is the guy in the lunchroom where the fight breaks out and he just keeps eating his lunch. He's like, yeah, that's, man, that's good. Y'all are crazy, but the oh, square man. pizza is on fire, bro. But I'm saying if my car is the motivation for you to get out on the half mile, then that's awesome. Man, that was heartfelt. I appreciate when you're nice, Josh. It means a lot. I know Rye does it, and he's fake as hell when he's trying to be nice. Uh, we talked about this before. I want to go do half mile too. Yeah, I think, I think the easier way to say that is, Rye, you and I both want to go out and knock Rye or Josh's dick in just because he's always so mean to us. 
Nick uh, Doozer Thompson, I appreciate the offer, but I would like to do it with my own SN95. I'll gladly loan Rye a fast <laughs> SN95 to put the gap so far in front of you, you'll never talk shit again. Buddy, here's the deal. If you think there's anything in the world that would stop me from talking shit, you are totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 99.9% of my speech is shit talking. Dude, that's just pouring gas on the fire, really. Now, Nick, how, much, how much power are you planning on uh, making with this 2JZ? So we talked, uh, Hal and I talked about that today. So a 2JZ with a, a, a 13 to 1500 horsepower 2JZ needs a turbo that is not fun on the street. Like, it's just not. You're just through, it's, remember the 90s? Not the 90s. I don't remember the 90s. <clears throat> I was a baby. Remember, like, the, the 2000s? You will remember this fondly, Josh. You were in your 40s. So you have a dynograph that's like nothing, 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 nothing. And then it just spikes to a billion horsepower. I don't want that on the street. So I think I'm going to do a dual, like I'll have a, a turbo for drag and a turbo for street. Um, and the street turbo will just stay on it, you know, for the majority of the time, you know, like a, a 70, whatever. I'm putting a 78, 75 on the S14. We'll see how that goes. And then, and then go from there. But I, I don't know. Because I've seen a lot of Supras, a lot of Supras at the half mile, and they struggle, you know. Oh, there's yeah. Some, there's a few fast ones, but, yeah. you know, they really struggle, and I feel like your RX-7 is probably a little bit bigger. Mm. Uh, in terms of oh, size I, and weight. I would bet that, that his car is probably down at least 800 pounds over what a normal full-weight Mark IV Supra is going to be. I don't know what my car uh, – I honestly don't know what my car will weigh with a 2J combo because it weighed way more than I thought it was going to with an LS. I mean, we were at like, what, 3,100 pounds or something, which was insane. I got a, I don't know. It was way heavier than I expected it to be. So, well, that was with dart block. How much more heavy is a dart block versus a standard iron block? Was Dude. it significant? I thought you weighed it before you I put never it all did. No. We weighed a stock iron block versus an aluminum. It was like 100 and something pounds. That's insane. Yeah, it was low 100, 105 or 110 pounds or something. Um, and I don't know physically how much larger a dart block is externally. Like, obviously, the webbing on the side of the block's different and things like that. So I don't know how much more meat there is on those. But um, I think it'd be fun. I mean, I don't know. I just want to uh, I just want to have fun with cars again, specifically that car. Um, currently weighs 20. Yeah. So the S369 SXE is a good turbo. Any of the S300 bores are a good deal. What's up, say, uh, we briefly talked about it. Do you want to divulge what transmission you're putting behind it? Both. <laughs> um, you're just going to make a Swiss Army knife. I feel like you're I've, like, this is almost madness. You're kind of doing the same thing again. I am. And that's kind of where I have to check myself because I want to, my only motivation to keep an automatic in arm's length is to just destroy you next year. And that's it. Like, I don't have anyone else I'm gunning for. It's just like, I would like for you to take your car out and go like a 490, whatever, whatever 480, whatever your DXP is going to go. And then as soon as you think it's wrapped up, I come out and I don't even <laughs> tell you, I put an automatic in it. I go to the track and it goes like a 480 or a 470 yeah. or something. This is the level of petty of Logan. I, am well, very right, petty. I don't think you have anything to worry about because what's it been three years and Logan's car has taken <clears throat> one hit down the track or something like that. And then he just tore it all apart to redo. Uh, he three years. 2021. No, the three years, the car's probably made 2020. 60 70 passes what yeah, yeah three right. three i've owned the car for <laughs> i've owned the car for three and a half years how many passes did you make on it when it was a blower and a stick it was it was nals3 with nitrous which okay. blew up immediately it was a blower car i probably have 
30, 40 passes from when it was a blower car, all mid nines. When it was a single turbo car, I took it out at least 15, 20 passes on the single turbo. And then twin turbo setup, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 passes total. Um, and then one fireball on the dyno. It's made the, – the reason I took the car off track and put it to the – took it to the chassis shop was because the when I went 890 with a stick, the car was so sketchy up top that it was terrifying. I literally – came off the track got my 890 slip and i put it straight in the trailer yeah. and i i was done i was like i'm not not until i get a cage in the thing yeah that's right it didn't have a cage at the time at all huh it had that, that 487,000 pound sandberg fucking roll bar that showed up bent oh yeah i remember that one. Oh, I was so pissed dude i was so pissed um whatever i'm just i'm gonna start venting and i don't want to vent i'm just <laughs> It's vent on the shipping companies. Like, yeah, how are you going to charge me 400 and something dollars? Like, uh, for, he charged me like an insane amount of money for shipping. Like, in a belligerent, a fucking belligerent amount of money for shipping. And then it shows up in the floor. The actual plates are bent. And his response is, yeah, when you bolt those down, it'll straighten it up. I don't give a shit about it bolting down and straightening up. I that I spent 400 something dollars on shipping. And it's a, it's a, a roll bar that you wrapped in cellophane and put in the back of a freight truck. I'm yeah. so mad. I remember to his credit, he did refund. He he refunded me, I think, the shipping. But that was I don't know, whatever. I was pissed. Hey, Ron, if you guys are wondering, my hat set on Kill Racing. Ron Story Senior, almost. Uh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I won't get into that. <laughs> Ron's got a lot of good friends that I'm happy I'm on their good side. I'll put it. I'll leave it at that. He's a good dude. He's out of the Chicagoland area. Um, set on Kill Racing puts on Chi Town Showdown. I got a lot of, uh, there's a lot of grudge racers from the Chicagoland area that are migrating farther south. Um, I used to street race in Chicago. Uh, this guy, Ron, is, is he a, he's a Chicago guy? He is. He you is. know much about Rosebud? What, the, the steakhouse? No, nah, the street, Rosebud. That's where we used to go down in, on the south side. Uh, well, Ron is from, where are you? I think he's from Chicago Heights. Where do you live, Ron? He's probably not watching anymore. He hates me. Nice hat. Queer later. <laughs> Click. I don't even know if they street race down there on Rosebud anymore, but that, that used to be the spot. Ron's a sellout, man. He went and got into baggers. He built – okay, do you guys remember um, – you, you, I don't know. You might remember this because it was kind of an internet breaker. There was a, a Fox body at Team Z Motorsports. A picture got posted. It had motorcycle tires in the front, a roller that was like in primer or white. Do you remember that picture? I think so. That's Ron's car. That was Ron's car at the time and it's i forget whatever it ended up being a big name car i'm not sure who owns it now um 130th is what ron said i don't know what that means yeah 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 right out there yeah Josh, um, no you brought up baggers and it reminded me of, have you did you see the video of the dudes racing baggers at laguna seca no dude it's so rad i would i've never been like in a moto gp, GP or anything like that but these guys are out there on full baggers, like road glides, Indians, and one of them combos, like got a turbo hanging off the side of the bike, and these dudes are getting it. And they're riding them like uh, like supermotos. The ass is kind of coming in sideways as they're going into the turns, and it's on Laguna Seca. It's a sick video. If you go on YouTube, just type in Laguna Seca bagger race, and it's, it's rowdy. It's super fun to watch. You know who I am? I have started religiously following, and I think he's just like everybody's spirit animal. Is that Sea Bear Stunts guy? 
Is that the dude in bib overalls in <laughs> a big straw hat just dragging the tail? Dude, I don't – I am a fangirl for this dude. He puts Crocs on. Yeah. And he literally – he'll destroy the rear tire of his bagger. He 12 o'clocks his bagger in the middle of, like, rush hour traffic everywhere he goes. And I would love to have that dude on the channel. He's, he's gained a ton of popularity these last few months. I've seen him start to blow up. But, dude, he is a straight-up maniac. Like if you watch, if you look him up, Sea Bear Stunts. Yeah, he um, does all the skids going like eighty miles an hour and yeah, shit in Crocs. He's out of his mind, dude. Yeah. yeah, absolutely out of his mind. I can't, I cannot believe it. Ron just said performance baggers. Ron, I, I think you're a performance bagger. Yeah, look at this idiot, and I mean that in the nicest way when I say that. I'm Not trying. you, Ron. Sea Bear Stunts. Like I, his testicles need their own zip code. Yeah, I can't find the – there's no pictures of the screenshots of him in uh, in the bib overalls with the Crocs on. That's it's an a video, yeah. video. It's yeah. wild, man. If you follow him on Instagram, it's at Stunts, and that's C-B-E-A-R stunts. Um, he's just out of his mind, dude. He's so fun to watch. And he's a big dude. He's not like some skinny dude. He's got a gut. Like, he just – it makes me feel better being fat. You know yeah. what I mean? There you go. <laughs> That's like it. that's that is the, such a a dad bod doesn't care. Yeah, if you haven't seen that video, that's an awesome video. I his feel like Insta he gets his done, Instagram is pretty entertaining. I feel like he gets done doing twelve o'clock on his bagger, and he goes eats a whole Domino's pizza. <laughs> Just twelve o'clock in on the way to CC's off the buffet. Dude, if like if a bagger rider lived in Saudi Arabia, that's how they would drive their baggers. So somebody somebody has seen this. Uh, the race uh, Harley had to be embarrassed because one of the Indians at podium had a stock engine, but all these Harleys were like souped up. But the dudes oh, and the awesome. Indians were. It's it's so crazy. If you haven't seen it, and I I sat down and watched the whole damn race. I was blown away. I'm like, if this is a, they just did it as like a one time special thing, and they're talking about obviously with the current situation in the world, there's so many unsures and uncertainties, but. Uh, I hope that becomes a series because I would love to watch that and follow it. It was amazing to watch. It was really good racing. Um, I couldn't – I can't even – I bought that Duke. Remember that, that KTM Duke 390 I had? Yeah, for like five minutes. So, I love motorcycles. I straight up uh, – I think that there is no better dollar for fun on, on asphalt, like legally, than a motorcycle. It's so much fun. Um unless you're around human beings that drive cars. Yeah. And I tell you, when I, I retired from motorcycles, I had a Busa and I sold that. And I, I can't remember if I had anything after that ZX 10 maybe or something. I can't remember. Um, but I, I hung it up and, uh, KTM Duke came up for sale and it was cheap. It was like 2,500 bucks or something. The guy just needed a gun and I bought it and it was so much fun. And I rode it to the gas station, which is like a three mile ride down a country road from my house and just riding it to the gas station. My anxiety was through the roof because it's a 55, 60 mile an hour street road. And anyone pulls out in front of me, I'm not, there's no way I'm, I'm done, you know? And it sucks. Cause I used to not, I used to not be afraid of anything on a bike. And now I'm like, yeah, just terrified. I had a couple Harleys when I was out in California and both times I would end up riding them somewhere and then just kind of like leave them at my buddy's shop or, or wherever. And I just kind of forget that I even had them. Yeah. And then I was like, why does it, this is just like money just sitting here. Like I got a shovel head sitting over here in the corner and I have zero interest of in even doing anything with it. Yeah, right I'll now. finish it. Let me get it. 
No. Dude, I got a I got a garage full of bikes, man. Yeah, yeah. do you still have your supermoto? Yeah. yeah, I got a Husky 701 and then a bunch of pit bikes. But the the new pit bike I got is crazy. The the 110 frame with the $8,000 14,500 rpm crazy <laughs> psycho motor. Like it's a it's a KLX 110 that does 80 miles an hour. Jesus, dude. I yeah, love it's insane. It's insane. For anyone remember, watching, I just should. I loved it. When we were in Cali, that was one of the most memorable times in our in my life when, when, when Josh and I and everybody else out there had we rented our own shop for like twelve hundred square feet, had a lift, and we had at one point probably seven, eight pit bikes in there, and we would just mob on the weekends. Yo, so real that quick, thing. yeah, that thing's insane. I would not ride that. My dude, it's it's so fun. It's the funnest bike I've ever ridden. And I got the craziest deal on it. Like, this guy's got like 20-something thousand bucks in it. He was trying to sell it for money because it wouldn't run right. He's uh, some pro motorcycle guy out of Detroit, and he didn't have time. To- oh, did uh, do pro motorcycle guys and pro skaters have beef? Like, y'all beef? Did you, like, stand off of each other for <laughs> no, a while? No, we were good. He didn't know. I didn't tell him I was a pro anything but anyway i, would, I, I seen I would it wear come, a hat that said it everywhere i go <laughs> dude i seen it come up for sale for only 3200 bucks so me and my buddy instantly drove to detroit because i was like man i'll just buy it and put a stock 110 motor back in it because he said it was having problems staying running and when we got it to the house we we're looking at it we found that the carburetor was just kind of hanging out of the boot stuck the carburetor back in and tightened it up and dude it has been flawless ever since. Thirty two hundred bucks. So they're doing the mini bike stuff on that topic. A CR XR fifty, a CR fifty. Is that yeah. thing? Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, okay. me too. So in in Louisville, there's Bluegrass Indoor Karting has announced an indoor mini bike racing series, dude. And it's a fifty. You can you. I don't know those ex- exact rules, but um, Michael, one of our technicians at Dynasty, he leaves. <laughs> He's, he's a huge motorcycle rider. Like it's his life. He's it. He is, uh, he's had a ton of different bikes. And anyway, he leaves work on lunch and he's like, Hey man, I'm going to be back a little late and I'm going to pick a, a new ride up. And then he shows back up with a brand new Honda XR or CR, whatever 50. And I was so against the idea of indoor mini bike racing. Cause I can't, I can't lean and tuck on a bike worth a damn. I just I don't mean, have any, just put your foot down and go. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> like you should see these, like these guys are in full leathers. It's a, like a very oh, yeah. serious series. And I rode that thing down and back from the shop. And I was like, this thing is so much fun. I can't imagine doing 80 miles an hour on a bike. that I size. Can't, mine has, it's an 88 kit cam carb pipe. And then I got, uh, just, Adult handlebars, adult pegs. I'm six five, so I look like a bear riding a tricycle on this thing. But the only thing, only reason I still have it is just because every once in a blue moon I get bored and I just want to go out and ride wheelies, and that's all I do with it. I put Maya, my 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 kid, I'll put her in the front with her legs over the handlebars, and we'll just twelve o'clock all the way through the neighborhood. And all the neighbors are like, I can't even pull the front wheel up. Like, uh, we're calling child services on you. I even got a I even got a little CRF fifty here that's got one of the twelve o'clock bars on it. Yeah. yeah. And so I'll go in the yard and I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna practice my wheelies and I fall off it. It's got a bar that would save me and I still fall off it before I get even halfway up. Oh my god, Michael it's, just sent me a video of me riding the fifty. <laughs> it's the only thing that I can wheelie. 
It's just me yelling at him because I don't know how to shift it. <laughs> I look so dumb. Man, I'll tell you what. I may be overweight, but I carry it well. I am sexy. That's fair. The camera is like 10 pounds. How many cameras you got? Actually, on you, yeah. I like to show friends, too. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I would be down. Somebody suggested a clapped-out mini bike race. That'd be... Oh, by the way, Rye, the KLX 110 I was just showing you has a 178cc in it. That's nuts. Yeah. I want to ride it when I come up there. Oh, That's what it, she said. <laughs> the, only, the only tricky part is, is it has a thumb back brake, so it doesn't have a foot back brake. Are we getting spammed right now? By who? Somebody said, anyone looking for work? My office is hiring. Do you know this person? Listen here, Keitano KC. I want you to do me a favor. Send me your PayPal. I'm going to send you five bucks. I want you to go to BP. I want you to buy a gallon of gas and a lighter. Cover yourself in all the gasoline and light yourself on fire. Jumping on coming traffic when you're done. No one's going to ask for Kevin. Get off our page. Stop spamming us. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm taking a deep dive. I'm going to see who the hell they're representing. I'm going to pin that comment. Shit down your throat. I'm going to pin that comment to the top Shit down your throat, Keitano KC, you piece of shit. Listen here, man. We worked really hard to get all 32 live viewers here. Yeah. Try to piggyback on us, you moron. If you guys are in North Carolina. Find Keitano KC and fist fight him. That's what you should do. Yes. Also, November 7th, again, we talked about it before, the War Run 5 mini bike race chopper show happening in Aiden, North Carolina on November 7th. All the proceeds for that will be donated to uh, organizations that support veterans. My homie Big Scott's putting that whole event on, and he is graciously allowed Clapped Out to be an official sponsor of that. I didn't talk oh, to Oh, good looking, better looking than you, Scott? Yeah, I didn't oh, clear dude, this. Oh, dude, that guy's a dreamboat, bro. I didn't clear this with either one of you guys, but um, we're sponsoring that event, so. Yeah, we're very, very strict about how we... My sponsor, we're just going to give him like some t-shirts to raffle you, off. You could sponsor a tampon commercial. I'd be okay with it, buddy. Hey, this is what we need to do. Everybody that's in here right now, all 41 of you guys listening, just call that number. Just blow them up. Yeah, just start calling them. Make oh sure you star God. six seven. Everybody in here, no, no, star no, no, six no, seven. No, and then no, 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 no. Why it. did I not think of this? We have, I have a speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I not think of this, dude? I called my, my I've already forgot how to say the name. <laughs> Missouri. No, no, no. We're going to get to the bottom of this shit sandwich. Five, seven, five, nine. All right, Kevin. You want to play this fucking game, Kevin? We'll play. Can you hear it? Yeah. If you guys are listening. Please leave your message. Oh! <laughs> One, two, three, <laughs> Just leave it. Sorry. Mailbox. Oh, you're oh, lucky. You're lucky. You're, Ooh, so... you're lucky. Kevin. Kevin. Oh, really Kevin. Pull it on that one. How are you doing, Kev? Big Kev. Okay. All right. Well, if you, guys, if you guys wait, wait. If you guys aren't listening to this live, and you're listening to this on iTunes, if you're bored, call seven one four two zero zero five seven five nine. Ask for Kevin. He's got some stuff for you. He said he's got a bunch of free money, and you just gotta call him to get it. Yeah, there you go. We appreciate it. Kevin, someone angry reacted to the post. I love that. I, I heard that that number, again, 714-200-5759, is giving away free LS cam kits. Yes. I need the, the whole internet to just get out there and just flex. Tell them Clapped Out sent you. We should make that our coupon code. The phone number for their call? <laughs> 
Hey, hey uh, Josh, you know anyone in the FBI that could constantly tell us what Kevin's new phone number is as we get him to change it 4,000 times? I don't fuck with the feds, bro. Damn. 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 Damn, dog. Is that the title of your debut album? Oh, good. I had a um, first clapped out hat idea. Just said, a hat that just says pro on the front. That's it. And then the back? Yeah. Nothing. Y- Y-S-Y, P-I-Y-N or something. Are we a pro anything? No, but... <laughs> we can fake it and pretend. Oh, uh, Corona. All right, kids. Yep. That's about it on this one. I got to go eat dinner. I'm so hungry. And I'm really mad at Kevin for trying to spam us. Guys, everybody, thank you for joining. Uh, we are basically trying to funnel all video uploads to YouTube, which is pretty evident because we haven't uploaded our main videos to Facebook. So here's how this shakes out. When Facebook demonetized us, uh, I was like, I'm done with this BS. Like, thanks for nothing, dude. We've done nothing but try to grow this channel and share a bunch of stolen memes, and this is how we get repaid. <laughs> so, <laughs> after, after careful consideration, YouTube is going to be our future home for uploads. You can watch Josh's ra- latest release. It has gotten about half the views as my Honda Element video, and it's about his $10 million Camaro. So please, God, go to his video and watch it, comment, and then uh, tell us whether or not you think he's too much or too little of an asshole in that video so we can properly adjust the asshole dial on Josh's videos. Yeah, I was definitely an asshole. I don't know if it was enough. I, I think love we should, it. Yeah, I think, I think you it really need to step it up. I think you're not enough of a dick. So with that being said, (laughs) if you guys follow us on YouTube or if you watch, you like our uploads on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That helps a bunch. Um, And I have never asked of people to subscribe until now, I guess I have never required, I've never wanted it. I never cared, but now I care because Kevin, I have no, I got nothing on this. (laughs) We need to revisit this in a couple of years and see what Kevin's up to. I hope I hope he doesn't change his number. Oh, hey, Kev. How you been, bud? Remember but us? <laughs> at any rate, that's my jam for today. 2JZ is going to knock Rise Dick and Absolutely Josh's dick not. into the dirt. Brian Willis met Josh at 131. Wasn't a duck at all. Yeah, he's a dick, not a duck, Brian. Yeah, yeah. He's a dick duck. Head over to clappedout.com slash store. store. We store, still store, have store. merchandise up there. We appreciate everybody tuning in. This is a Clapped Out podcast. We're out.